to Groundbreakers from 4constructionpros.com, the podcast that highlights the innovative equipment, technology, companies, and individuals that are breaking new ground in the construction industry. My name is Becky Schultz, editor of Equipment Today, and in this episode, Joe Ursini, Vice President of Operations at Modular Design Plus, shares how modular design and construction can reduce risks and costs on commercial building projects, as well as ways in which it can be integrated into and help to innovate the building process. Let's get the scoop with Joe now. Joe, thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate your time. Um, I'd like to start off and just learn a little bit about Modular Design Plus and the types of work it does within the construction industry. Modular Design Plus is a wholly owned subsidiary of Canon Design. And what we're tasked and charged to do, and it's our mission, is to uh, bring a new thought process to modular design. And with that, um, we really look at modular uh, construction traditionally as um, a platform to springboard into how we view modular design. And what that is, is modular projects, modular collaboration, instead of just modular products. So we have um, Canon Design, if you're not familiar, is um, architecture and engineering firm and very thought forward. Uh, So um, in that same mindset, we have our own architects here, engineers here uh, within our business unit. And we partner with developers, owners, contractors, to provide modular solutions to their projects and reap, quite frankly, the benefits of that process uh, that they can see in in their ROI. Great. Now, obviously modular has been around for a while, um, but it seemed like it was starting to really gain some momentum prior to the pandemic. Can can you talk about some of the trends that that are um, propelling that, that movement? Sure. Yeah, that's a great question. And I, I think there's a number of trends, quite frankly. Um, I think we could probably quantify uh, some of them, probably, you know, a few of them here. And I, I think that one of the big things that we're seeing, and it changes from area to area, obviously, but um, our industry has really been sacked with uh, in construction in general, has been sacked with a decreasing in qualified labor. And having uh, projects, especially larger projects, wherein your um, critical path is determined by the labor that you can put onto a project, um, you have an uh, indetermined outcome, right? So you're relying on something that's fluid. And if you know there's a problem and there's a bust in in, uh, that process to begin with, um, you know, there's risk associated with it. So, and the reality is, is that in many areas, there's a booming construction backlog. And that's across all market sectors. So you kind of couple those things and it becomes um, an, an area of risk. And I think that innovative, forward-thinking developers, owners, and contractors are open to mitigating that and looking at other solutions to do that. So um, 
I think the days of um, blown budgets and blown due dates and those costs are in the past. And I think that the expectation of uh, more of a predictable outcome is pretty relevant at this point, especially when the cost of money is as, as it is right now. So um, it opens up a door for, for modular construction. I think one of the other things is, is that it's always been kind of viewed and thought that there was a cost. Um, it, the cost of modular was you know, excessive or more than. So I think that the reality is, and what's being recognized is that the um, innovation in modular and the cost therein is now rivaling conventional construction. So, and the fact that um, there's the saved time, and in some cases, it's a tremendous amount of saved time, that um, they're realizing what that cost savings is, and they're realizing what that um, return on investment is, and they're able to calculate that in to their programming. So those are both big, uh, big dollar um, solutions to a lot of problems that are out there. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I mean, it's really fascinating to think about it from the standpoint of a risk management solution when you're dealing with uh, the labor shortages and the challenges, but also as a potential cost savings um, on projects, uh, because I don't think a lot of people necessarily see it from that standpoint. They, as you mentioned, I think there's still the perception that it's more expensive to do modular. Sure, yeah, that uh, that perception has really kind of handicapped the growth prior to you know advocates like us really hitting the market now. And I think the other thing that's uh, a big factor and something that we have to consider is that we can provide a predictable outcome. So we are controlled, we have an assembly line process, so we have a quality controlled environment. So much of what we produce is predictable. Um, when you're dealing in conventional construction and you're working in the field, like I said before, there's unforeseen and unpredictable events that happen that quite frankly, you know, affect majority of the projects that are out there. So, and, and the cost, and the cost of managing that in the field is much greater because now you have additional superintendents, you have additional project managers, you're dedicating sources. So the greater the problem with your uh, on-site force, the greater the cost is to resolve that problem. Right, right. So I, I'm curious, are there certain types of projects or structures that would lend themselves to modular? design more so than others? So we like to say that, um, and, and really what we're driving is we're, we're driving a paradigm shift, okay? So we're trying to break the mold across all of the market sectors in regards to what modular can bring to their product and their program. So um, the reality is, is that, um, like I said at the beginning, there's uh, modular projects in, in lieu of a, a product, and, and that's what we're about. So what does that mean? 
So it means that we integrate in with the owner, developer, architect, general contractor at the onset of the project, right? So at that point, they can talk about, you know, what their dreams and aspirations and the goals are for their program and for their development. And then what we do is we're able to take that and then modularize it, right? So we're able to look at that and say, hey, here's how it'll work within the modular world. And sometimes that's integrating conventional construction and modular. So, and and you still reap the advantages of uh, quicker production through that process. So uh, many projects, let's say hospitality, um, you know, they'll have a conference center and or grand ballroom and or uh, large lobby. So in many instances, they'll go ahead and they'll do a um, um, concrete structure, uh, podium type construction for their first level. And then what we'll do is we'll build on top of that modular. So that's really, I think some some of the differences that um, we're exploring here and we're pushing, we're driving that the old mindset has handcuffed, right? So, so we're going through that and we're trying to break that mindset and that um, kind of uh, stigma of what modular was. So, you know, it was limited capacity thought and now we're trying to expand that and, and quite frankly, just explode it into, let's look at, let's look at this at all different um, avenues. So, you know, obviously we do have constraints, right? We have to put our modular products on uh, trucks. And so dimensionally there's constraints, but again, as we develop uh, each project, we're able to envision what that means. And most projects can be built within those parameters. Um, and that's that's really the reality of the type of construction that we do, right? Healthcare with exam rooms, um, hotels, multifamily. You know, they're all very uh, kind of modular in design anyway. And, and quite frankly, architects kind of think that way. Right, because they're space planning, so they're thinking in those types of uh, parameters. So one of the other things that's in our industry, and I'm going to just kind of circle up a little bit. So when we think modular, um, as we're talking, we're thinking of the volumetric modular, right? So, so what I'm saying volumetric, uh, what I'm referring to is uh, uh, we're building a piece of the building that we are stacking on top of each other to create a, a structure. Um, which is what we do, and that's really um, becoming more, it's gaining more and more traction, and I think it's certainly the future, but there's other components as well. So there's pods, there's bathroom pods, there's exam room pods, there's other pieces of, of conventional buildings that we can build within a factory and ship. So, um, very often we see, and in most instances, but in uh, I'll use hospitality as a, uh, a an example here, but a hotel. So as you're developing and you're building a hotel and going uh, vertical with it, much of the work is within the bathrooms. I mean, that's where the plumbing is. That's where the showers are. That's where the tile is. That's So there's a lot of work within a real small area. Um, and what's recognized now is that we can build those bathrooms off-site. And then as you're building your 
a hotel, we can drop those in the place. And then all that has to happen is connections made and it cuts a significant amount of time out of the project, as well as having the ability to have a quality product, you know, it's quality control. Uh, the design team can come to the facility and punch the, the, the um, bathrooms so they can check it and make sure there's no errors. So it really just helps the whole process all the way soup to nuts. Um, yeah, it, it sounds like it really does streamline the process a lot. Um, I'm, I'm kind of curious because a lot of, especially the big, bigger building projects that are out there now are using BIM modeling um, technology to, to design. How does the modular concept fit into that whole process? So we use BIM here as well. Okay. So I think what the difference is, um, and I'm going to toot the horn of our <laughs> business unit here, but um, I think the difference is, is the advantages of BIM and the advantages of modeling is the fact that you can build and model your project, right? So but what that requires is it requires, uh, you know, people who are building that model to have an understanding of all of the construction processes within that model. So that as they integrate, um, you can, you know, you can see and you can, you know, understand the model and you know that there's no um, um, problems. There's, there's no um, areas where you have conflict. We take it a step further, quite frankly. So what we do here is we develop through BIM and, and through our partners um, who are developing the building. So the architects who, who's actually, you know, using BIM to, to draw up the, the full project, um, we'll take it at that point and we actually model with it. So that model becomes how we purchase material, right? Because it'll tell you what your bill of materials is. Um, it, it's an actual guide to manufacturing. I can tell you that in the field, when you model a wall, the framer in the field is not building it the way that you modeled it, you know? Um, and there's just a natural bust in it. And that's just the reality of, of conventional construction. Um, we are really able to take it to the next level and actually use BIM the way it was designed to be. Great, great. So back, going back a little bit, backtracking here, um, obviously the pandemic had a lot of influence on the construction industry and uh, the mindset of using different tools and technologies um, within the industry. Uh, we, we've seen a lot more um, acceptance of technology and different concepts and processes than we may have seen. It, it, some have su suggested that it's accelerated technology adoption even as much as five to 10 years from where it was prior to the pandemic. How did it influence concepts and processes like modular design? Uh, do you feel like it did influence the, the acceptance of modular construction? It did in the, in the aspect of kind of organic thinking, okay? Because it, it's, it's a gateway into innovation, right? So, so really, as you're looking at innovating, you know, you're, you're, business, your development, your programming, whatever stage in the process in the real estate development 
process process that that you're at where you're looking at that i think it's just a progression and the reality is is that um there's an inevitable outcome as you go down the slope of innovation right and um people who are process oriented and are looking for tools to help drive their business and our experts in that subject matter have an understanding that innovation and technology and those tools are a vehicle in which you can plug into your process at certain points to help you create a better project, right? Right. So um, there are there's companies out there that go completely um, automated and or completely tech and and I think that what we've seen. Um, even with companies like Tesla, what we've seen is um, there's still a human component that you have to plug into the process, you know, so it's a balance of each of those. So in regards to how modular plugs into that and the acceptance of modular within, you know, kind of that tech savvy new thought process is once you start going down the path of how do I make my process better, it's organic that you're going to get to a point where how do we do, how do we speed up this process? And, and then you open up your eyes to different delivery systems. And um, when you're talking about streamline and quality control, modular is the delivery system. Okay. Uh, uh, you mentioned things like quality control. You also talked about um, the ability to deal with the, the shortage of skilled workers um, through the use of modular. Can you talk us through the other benefits that modular can provide to help streamline the process? Uh, what, what else can you tell us that might influence someone to say, hey, I need to consider exploring that for my pro projects going forward? So I think that unilaterally, um, we can sit down and talk about the uh, time savings and the uh, you know logistical advantages in regards to the laydown area. And uh, there's so many projects, both urban and rural, where logistics becomes an issue, right? So many areas we see rural, right, where it's like, okay, we don't have anybody that can work on our project because we just don't have people out here, right? Right. Um, and then urban, we run into the same thing in regards to uh, we, we're out of real estate. We have no place to stage anything. There's just no nowhere where we can set walls and you know things that you know you would use for conventional construction. So I think that it is our um, duty and, and it's our charge to analyze each project and really develop a solution. So we understand that um, our customers need to have a return on their investment. You know, I mean, that's what they're doing this for. Um, so for us, that is a real component of how we develop a project. So when I talk about modular projects, um, it's it's really not just a saying. What it is, it's a, it's a team thought process that takes all of those things into consideration so that we can end up with the best product developed the best way that provides the best customer experience that provides the best return on your investment. 
So um, that is, you know, that's how we drive our business. And every time that we sit down with a client and we go through kind of our project tracker um, of how this project is going to flow, those are all considerations. You know what? Uh, we're we're the first ones to step up and say, hey, listen, volumetrics not going to work for this project. It's just it's not the right fit. What we need to do is we need to do panelized walls and bathroom pods, and or uh, you know we'll look at a project and say, hey, this is how you were thinking about it, but you know what, volumetric really lends itself to this, and you're you know here's what that data means, you know, and we're able to provide that. So. Perfect. Well, it sounds like there's certainly lots of opportunity with modular that I, I didn't even realize before we started this discussion. But you also did mention earlier that you feel like this is the future for the industry. So where what role do you foresee maybe five, 10 years down the road for modular in the industry? Where do you think it we're heading at this point, um, what's the next step? This is the exciting stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. This is, this is why I'm sitting here. Um, so I truly feel that we will make history in our industry, not in the modular industry, in the development industry. Um, I think that modular has been accepted in Europe and in other places, and it's more uh, willingly embraced. And I think in the United States, we're a little bit behind. So I can tell you that in the future, when the, when the mindset is as such as what we have, where we understand that the development of a project is beyond products and it, and it requires teamwork uh, and subject matter experts to get the best product available, Again, modular is the solution, and it's a solution in many, many, many projects. So um, what I see the future, I see the future as really uh, being more modular forward, being more um, open-minded in how projects get built. And really, I think that um, and what we're seeing data-wise is with the pod, so we're, I'll call it the, you know, the, the, bathroom pods and, and exam room pods with that product line and the full volumetric, there will be modular construction in most every project in the future, just because it, it makes sense and it alleviates um, some of the unpredictable outcomes and then turns it into a predictable outcome. And that's what we're in business to do is to provide a predictable outcome. Well, predictability, especially in these times, is always a plus, isn't it? <laughs> well, Joe, I have thoroughly enjoyed our conversation. I've learned a lot, and I, I appreciate your time. Is there anything else that you'd like to share at this point um, that can kind of wrap things up for us? Well, I hope that the time that we spend together will open some eyes. I think that the past thought process of modular advantages and the type of construction. Um, I hope that we broke the mold a little bit. I think that the industry in general is moving forward, but I can tell you 
that Modular Design Plus is looking at the modular industry as an innovative solution to, to most any project. Thank you again, Joe. I appreciate your time. I think this has been some great insight. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Well, that's all the time we have today. Thank you to our guest, Joe Ursini at Modular Design Plus for joining us. Tune in every week for another episode of the Groundbreakers podcast by 4constructionpros.com. Be sure to subscribe and share as we break more new ground together. Until next time.